welcome to the eTalk 21 Sports Show for February 6th. How is everyone doing? My name is Eric. I'm the man behind eTalk 21 Sports. Absolutely loaded episode for you today. My boy from FanDuel TV, Dave Weaver, is coming on. Dave is going to give his takeaways from the championship games that happened last week. Plus, Gino, instead of having his horse racing by the day, he will share how he's betting the Super Bowl. And as always, the show is sponsored by Parlay Play. Go to Par- the App Store, download Parlay Play, and use promo code NFL Betting Blitz for a hundred percent deposit match. Now let's bring up Gino and see what Gino has a cooking for us at the Super Bowl this week. Again, and normally you're going to get a horse racing play for me, but I figured everybody's going to be focusing on the big game this week. So let's talk a little bit about the 49ers and the Chiefs. I like Kansas City in here, plus the two in on the money line, plus the the 107 as we look at DRF Sportsbook. If you're in the state of Iowa, you can sign up for a DRF Sportsbook account. Use the promo code FAST300. That'll get you a $300 sign-up bonus and a credit if you uh, follow along with me and Eric. So you have two teams here that are just playing differently as of late the Chiefs struggled through a lot of this year didn't quite look themselves offensively but they've been fantastic defensively where they've been dominant was more recently throughout the playoffs they've improved in all of the areas where they were weak they're not turning the ball over as much they're not having as many penalties not as many drops on the flip side you have the 49ers who've been very fortunate they were more dominant all year but they've been very lucky in winning their games where they've thrown some interceptions that should have been uh should have been picked and were ended up being dropped and so they've had opportunities to win late in games when they probably shouldn't even have been alive late in those games the chiefs are also the more proven playoff team mahomes with reed whereas shanahan has struggled he's blown double digit leads the two times he was in the super bowl once as a coordinator once as a head coach and i just don't know Right now, San Francisco is playing as well as they did throughout spots in the season. Defensively, I think they're a little bit overrated. You can really run the ball well on them. Uh, We've seen Kelsey play so well. I think Pacheco is going to be good right up the gut. Rice has been fantastic. I'm on the Chiefs here, plus the two and on the money line. Good luck this week. Make sure to join me and Eric later in the week. We will uh, talk some football. We'll give out props, and we'll get you all ready for the big one. Make sure to give my boy Gino a follow at It's Me, Gino B. I'm going to be on his podcast at the end of the week. We're going to be going through every single prop imaginable for the Super Bowl. Now, without further ado, let's welcome the man, the myth, the legend from FanDuel TV, Mr. Ice Cold Exacta himself, Dave Weaver. Dave, how you doing? How you been, man? I've been good. Uh, Busy, busy time of year. Been doing a lot of horse racing. Uh, Honestly, this time last year, I was on Radio Row. We were doing our show there. We, we didn't do the show this year, so I've been a little bit more focused on horse racing, a little bit less on football. But you know me. I'm always going to uh, get involved here when I can. That's awesome. I'm great to have you on. I still owe you a beer from last year. You last do. year, you were on it this week. You, I picked the Eagles. You picked the Chiefs. We all know who that played out. Maybe we'll have another beer bet this year. Um, we have a couple questions coming in. First one, NAA86, Chiefs plus the points and the money line. Should I bet it? You know what? This is so weird because uh, this is a game that I've literally gone back and forth like six different times on. Initially, I'm like, Chiefs have to win. Such a quarterback mismatch, Mahomes and you know, against Purdy. And then you go back and you say, you know what? The the Niners were favored by like, I think somewhere around eight points on average throughout the year. And they're less than a field goal. 
That's a slam dunk. And then I got a friend of mine that lives in San Francisco that's gone to every single 49ers games. And he's telling me they suck and he's going all in on the Chiefs. Like he's watched these games and thinks they're totally overrated. So I, I'm getting swayed by this 49er. And I'm not even going to call him a fan, but a, a San Francisco guy that likes Kansas City. But ultimately, this is a great thing now about betting sports in 2024. You know, 40 years ago, you had four plays. You had the, the two, both sides and both totals. I don't have to bet the game. I can play my player props. I can play my crazy uh, which color Gatorade is it going to be. I don't know, honestly, if I'm even going to bet a side in this game. At this point, I'm focusing more on the player props because I just keep going back and forth. I think San Francisco is where I'm going to land. I'm sort of, if the teeter-totter is going like this, I'm a little bit more on San Francisco despite all this Chiefs noise that I'm getting. But honestly, that's not one of my favorite plays of the game. Is, is the sides with me when I look at it my everything I look at betting tells me to bet San Francisco right. but I locked in the, I locked in the Chiefs at plus two and a half already I just okay. you know what everything I tell me tells me to take San Francisco but I got I got the two and a half over at FanDuel um Spear 22 asks what player props are you feeling we're gonna get into some player props a little bit later Matt Clay chimes in can Harbaugh make Herbert elite? Why not? I mean, he had no chance at being elite with Staley, so that could absolutely be uh, be something that happens. But we're going to talk shortly about the uh, the other Harbaugh when we get a chance. But before we do anything, I wanted to uh, I wanted to lift one up here for Toby Keith. If, if you guys haven't heard the news, he passed away um, within the last twenty four hours, I believe. This cup right here. He gave me. I, I saw him in Oklahoma last year. This is a cup that he uses when he goes uh, out on tour. It's got his silhouette right there. So this is for Toby. If you guys are Toby Keith fans out there, condolences to, uh, to to his wife and his family and those that loved his music will know what I'm talking about with the Red Solo Cup. Yeah, that was all of a sudden. I mean, rest in peace, Toby Keith. Um, I saw him. I was at a music festival and saw him once. Everything I've heard cool guy you know when he'd, he'd, when he'd visit the military and everything he'd hang out with the people cool guy and everything um bully the line dave kozak chimes in cheers bully the line wants to know what do we think about the brock purdy over rushing yards we, he did run a little bit more against detroit he had a lot he was all over the place i look it up i go holy cow did he just go for 20 yards he was like a little snake just slithering through there that that caught my attention because I don't think of him as a guy that what's that number by the way? It can't be too crazy, right? Um, I honestly I don't know. Bully, if you are watching, chime in with what that number is. I'm pulling. I can get it. I, I'm guessing somewhere like 15 ish, maybe between fifteen and twenty. Let's I'm see. Looking right now. We are looking over at FanDuel at twelve and a half. Oh, that's low enough. Yeah, I would take I would take that. I, take the over. I like that. I like that. Um, yeah, bully the line right there, 12 and a half. That's fair. C Spear 22. Thoughts on the commanders hire for OC. Commanders, they had Eric B. Enemy, they let B. Enemy go, and they hired former Arizona Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury. Thoughts on that move? That's you know, that comes with the territory. When you get a new coach, he's cleaning house, right? He's bringing yeah. he's bringing guys in. 
he's been a, a very good offensive minded guy. He didn't quite make it as, as a head coach there and not really able to kind of keep that team intact in, in, in Arizona. But I think Washington is in desperate need of some, some revamping. They've been such a boring offense, right? Over the last, what, 10 to 15 years, even, I think that's going to be a good thing. We, that, that's a team that could be a little bit sneaky next year. Yeah. Need some offensive line. I mean, I think May's going to be a uh, better prospect than Caleb Williams. I mean, I think they get Dusty May there, prove the offensive line. I think they could be pretty good. Um, let's make some money. Sixty-nine. Why didn't Vrabel get a job? That is an excellent question. I have no idea why Mike Vrabel didn't get a job. Why did he lose his job? It's the first question, right? Why, I know, why, why did is he have he? his same job? But on top of that, you would think that he would be very highly coveted. That that is, you know, that's a head scratcher. Uh, Dave Kozak chimes in. Greetings. Uh, guys, chat room is open. Dave and I will answer every single question you have. Uh-huh. Um, Dave, I went on my rant last week about the championship game. I want to hear what your biggest takeaway from the from last weekend was. So for me, it was, you know, what what is Harbaugh doing with, with his game plan of not wanting to just pound the ball down Kansas City Chiefs' throats, which you can do. And he didn't want to do that. He wanted to let Lamar be the hero and try to pass, and he wasn't doing a very good job at it. He gives the ball to Gus Edwards once. He busts it for 15 yards. And the rest of the game, he gives him two more carries. And, and I think Justice Hill only had three carries. So talking about six total carries to your running backs in an AFC championship game against the defense that's in the bottom half of uh, of the defense as far as rushing goes. I just really could not understand why he chose to do what he did with, you know, electing to go pass, pass, pass instead of just pound the run. And, and he obviously ended up costing the game because there's a, you know, a very uh, unfortunate interception in there. And I don't know. I think you're, you, you and I both like Edwards over on the yard. So maybe I'm just being petty and that, you know, I wanted to have him get the ball more so I could catch a ticket. But in the end, it just didn't make sense the way he was doing that. I agree with you hundred percent. I mean, you and I were going back and forth via text during the game. Um, Edwards, three rushes for 20 yards. That's three almost rushes. seven yards of carry. And the mo- the thing that blew my mind was I was looking at the snap counts. Justice Hill had 70% of the snaps. Yeah, and he started. The, the first drive is like, hand off to Justice Hill. Nothing. Like, bring Edwards zero, in. Zero. 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 Um, since Boy the Line chimes in, over three and a half yards for Kyle Jaworski, who is the fullback for the 49ers. Why the hell not bet? That's what he's betting. Kind of like that. Kind of like that. I think he's more like a one-yard guy. Like, first and goal from the one, let him sneak one in. Um, he's That's rushing, right? Yeah, rushing. I think he – doesn't he usually get a little sneaky pass here and there for like eight to ten yards? But as far as rushing goes, I'm not feeling that one. I'm thinking under. I think he might get one, but it's only a yard. Um, Matt Clay chimes in dark horse TD bet for either team. Does defense count? Yeah. That's usually what around six to one or so each each side. It's not a player, but there could absolutely be a defensive touchdown here. Um, 
in this game, probably more likely for the Chiefs, I would think, with with Purdy perhaps making a making a mistake. But yeah, I, I would say maybe look at look at the defense to to get that done. Uh, I hate the Lakers. Ninety nine first TD back. That's definitely not Gino, is it? Gino loves the that Lakers. Is not, he is funny because this guy comes on when Gino's on and he talks crap to Gino about the Lakers. It's great. <laughs> I do too. So I, I'm okay with that. <laughs> um, isn't that just a complete crapshoot? I mean, so much. I mean, I've got a friend that, that seems to hit it every single week, but I have a feeling he's betting more more players than he's telling me because he's a red yeah. border and he, he just says after, look at this, I had him, 14 to 1, Aguilar, whatever. Um, but to me, those are those are bets that just involve so much so much luck to me. Um, how do you even know who's going to have the ball in the first place yeah. to start the game? I prefer. I mean, I know the odds are huge compared to just an anytime touchdown score, but I, I don't think I've made a, a first touchdown score bet all year long. So leave me out of that one. XFL Jim chimes in. Last TD bet is the way. I have never bet last. Yeah. I, I've bet first TD bets, but I've never bet last TD. At least bet. you're alive all the way to the end, no matter what. Because as soon as that first touchdown's over, your, your action is killed. Um. Sports facts chimes in MVP bets. Yeah, so it's a it's a three headed monster, right? I mean, you have Mahomes, but then you have two different guys from San Francisco that are kind of pulling the the market with with Purdy and McCaffrey. I would go McCaffrey because, and then running backs rarely, if ever, win this award. But this is the year that it's going to happen if it is because first of all, you have to win the game to be the MVP. So the Mahomes is the favorite, but the Chiefs are the underdog, which is, totally makes no sense to me. But it's because you have two different players that you can bet on for San Fran, unless you really want to get crazy and take a defensive guy that might have a, a huge game or a Debo or something like that if he goes off. Because re- receivers, uh, I think Cooper Cup and uh, Edelman, actually Edelman, when he won it, Edelman won it. Yeah. I, I had him. It was, he was 33 to 1. I got him at um, for, for that MVP. So, but uh, I would say. McCaffrey is the guy. I we'll talk about it later. I think he's going to go off because I don't think we're going to see him get three carries like Gus Edwards. And I think there's going to be a, a spot in this game where he finds a big hole and he might take one for sixty or seventy yards into the house. So, and he's I think what was he like plus two fifty ish? Let me see. Yeah, somewhere in that range. Yeah, MVP. This is Vandal. He's a plus four forty. Massive. Yeah, okay, so cool. Mahomes plus one forty. Purdy plus two hundred, he's plus four forty. So uh, yeah, that that's where I would go. Um, I did three in this one. Uh, I did two on the Chiefs, one on the 49ers. Like um, big long shots. Yep, yeah, you know my motto. I'm like Clay Thompson. <laughs> okay, dude. so I'm gonna guess Pacheco. Yeah, that is one thirty-five to one. Uh, Rice. Yep, seventy to one. And then you took one, you took one niner, one niner, not like a quote unquote big shot, but he is, you know, he's over 10 to one. Debo. Yep. Those are my three dude right there. (laughs) So they're all 25 to one or or higher. Yeah. Yeah. So Mahomes 140, Purdy 200, McCaffrey 440, Kelsey plus 1700, then Debo, Pacheco, Ayuk, Rice, Kittle, and uh, Nick Bosa is the short 100 to one on the, uh, 
shortest defensive player. I was thinking about throwing a little money on Chris Jones, but I just couldn't do it. I couldn't Ooh, throw any money on Chris Jones. Oh, he's uh, like, plus 14,000, so 140 yeah. to 1. Yeah, throw on five bucks on him, 10 bucks, whatever, 20. 700, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you know, you can't complain. Um, Now we're at the part of the show. We're going to be talking about some bets. Uh, Dave, you're the guest. What is your first bet, my friend? Okay, so my first bet, and this is this has a little bit to do off of last week because I was all over Ayuk, and, um, you know, I, I was thinking he would get six or seven catches. And – it was Debo time. I mean, Debo w- w- was was the man. And Ayuk I- under four and a half receptions is my first play. Number one, every single route that he runs is like crazy deep route. He never like if you're playing over on receptions, you want to get that no gain pass, you know, or you want to get three yards. You want to get these easy outs. I didn't see one of those routes, and he had a lot of targets. He had three catches on eight targets, but those targets were just like throwaways. Those weren't balls that he had any chance of getting. So I'm not being fooled by the target comparison, which was pretty even between Debo and Ayuk. And I looked it up. He's he's had eight playoff games now in his young career. He's he's had more than four and a half only once. So this is a number that's gone under in seven of the eight playoff games. And I just didn't like the way that Purdy seemed to really be focused on a healthy Debo Samuel. He's had an extra week now to get those legs going. So if anybody has a big game and you call it with your MVP bet, I, I think Debo is the guy more than Ayuk. So if he gets a, if you want to bet him, I would say bet the yards because he might get one catch like he did last week for 59 yards instead of having to rely on him to get five different catches. So that's it. Under four and a half, bet number one. I like that. I like that. Chiefs are absolutely elite on the outside covering outside wide receivers that's why that's where i look lines up most of the time so i like that one a lot matt clay chimes in cmc over 18 and a half yards longest rush is a real good price oh 18 and a half he's gonna have one for for 50 i think i was actually gonna ask you because i didn't i didn't i didn't see that but i know it's something that that's Offered, offered. Wow, I would hammer that over. That seems like a, for me, a, a foregone conclusion that he's going to bust one for at least twenty. I, I like that. Over. I think I think he's going to bust one too. I think this Chiefs team can be run on. I think he's going to go for it. I think they're going to run CMC like you said. This one I have no clue, so I'll let you do this one because I have never done this one in my history of betting. All right, over under on the national anthem. Yeah, I don't even know who's singing it this year. I think it's Diva, right? What you need, what you need to do is you got to get the, the 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 YouTube footage of some prior national anthem or some rehearsal that they did that that's not leaked because it's just you know they wanted people to see it, but time it yourself because it's hard to train yourself to do it one way and then two days later be five seconds faster or five seconds slower. So yeah. if you have any access to a, a prior version of the song, I would say that that would give you a, a bit of, a bit of an edge. Um. Oh, here's one. What about over three and a half yards first rush attempt by CMC? That's another one that is like, 
he may get it. He may not. Like if he gets three on that one and he gets 30 on the next one and you lost because you just bet one carry, I would rather bet him over for the whole game and not have to sweat one run. Um, but if I'm making a bet on that, I'm betting the over betting every run that he has is, is going to be a good one. So that I, I would not, that's not my favorite bet of the Super Bowl, but I think he could get four yards on carry number one. Sure. Um, off subject here, but um, I'm seeing some plane designs on that sweatshirt. What's that sweatshirt you're rocking, my man? Yeah, this is the uh, my buddy's got this company called Airplane Mode Apparel, a AMA, and I think this actually could be the new look. Like you know, all these kids are wearing those those uh, sweatsuits and the sports books now. This could probably take over every uh, every sports book out there. So check him out. He's got a Facebook page, Airplane Mode Apparel, sweatsuits, Letterman jackets, things like that. Pretty. Pretty hip stuff. So, yeah, a little, little hoodie for me tonight, but I don't need the hood because I'm inside. But it's raining like crazy out here in California. For those that uh, aren't in this area, we get like no rain 365 days a year, and it's raining about 10 days oh, straight. Wow. wow. Well, it is freezing here in Chicago, my friend. So I would glad. I would yeah, gladly, I'm not saying that uh, you're in a better spot. <laughs> I would gladly take the rain. Um, my first bet here, and uh, I am going to be going to the 49ers and Chiefs under nine and a half for the first quarter. As you okay. mentioned, the rushing attacks, I expect both these teams are going to look to run the ball because the opposing defenses struggle defending the run. Both these teams play at a slow pace, especially the 49ers' seventh slowest pace in the league. I expect this to be a lot like the Packers and 49ers game was. Also, one thing KC has started to do They've started to play more two tight end sets, running the ball more, hence they're playing at a so slower pace. Also, one thing we've seen happen in this playoff run, Mahomes' average depth of target is down. He's not chucking the ball down. A lot of the underneath stuff to Rice and Kelsey. Also, teams tend to play a little bit close to the chest. They don't want to screw up in the first quarter, have an early turnover, go down a quick seven. And – they're just like us. They are nervous. They're gonna. This is a pretty big event for them. Even someone like Mahomes has been there many times. Purdy's gonna be nervous. All these teams, guys, are gonna be nervous. I think it's gonna take a little time for this game to get going. I'm gonna play the under nine and a half for the first quarter. Whew! I like that one. I like. I like hopefully, there's no turnovers. As long as there's no turnovers. Yeah. Or I. Uh, turnover might help you maybe they're driving and you get a touchback pick or something like that but yeah if you get like a, a fumble punt inside the 10 or something and you just lose seven points like that that would that wouldn't be good but yeah barring any flukes it seems pretty safe um a couple sports facts i like that one i hate the lakers first quarter bet wow yeah that's what we're doing that's what i've never i'm not one during the regular season to make a first quarter bet but in the super bowl i um i i do it a lot dave kozak <laughs> chimes in i like the slow thought mindset yeah because they don't want to blow it you know what i mean these teams yeah. you get all the way there the game tends to open up in the second half got a real interesting prop and stat i'm going to be reading for that Dave, what is your second bet here, my friend? So this is something we've been talking about on uh, on FanDuel TV the last week since they made it available. I've never seen this offered before. So FanDuel Sportsbook, they have player 
spreads. So they have Mahomes against Purdy, 15 and a half yards. Patrick Mahomes is laying. So if he gets 270, Purdy gets 254, you're going to win. We see that teams laying points, but I've never seen players laying yards. So that doesn't seem like a lot to me. Um, I don't think Purdy's going to have a, a, a huge game. I think they're going to keep it on the ground a lot. I think they're going to probably have the lead late and not really have to throw. And uh, even if they don't, I don't see Purdy going for more than 220-230. And I think Mahomes could easily have a 300-yard game here. So I'm playing Patrick Mahomes minus 15.5 yards against Brock Purdy. And that's a pretty cool bet. I think that's – then they have that for receivers – they have it for the running backs, and they also have a total too. I think if, if yeah. I saw it, like um, five hundred two and a half, maybe I could double oh. that. But you could bet the two quarterbacks combined on the yards, or or bet the spread. So what what do you think? I mean, does I like that? Doesn't like Mahomes have a way better game than Purdy? I think Mahomes will have a better game. I think they're going to lean on the run game a lot, especially on San Francisco side. Um, Mahomes is going to get those yards. He's going to do a lot more checkdowns to um, Debo, not to Debo, excuse me, Jesus, Rice and Kelsey. And I think that with how elite the outside DBs are, they're going to shut down Ayuk and company. Interesting questions here from Let's Make Some Money. He goes, Dave, on FanDuel, can you make an adjusted spread like Mahomes minus 25 and a half? Or Let me check. Me a half on that. I'm on there yep. now. I know on the game, obviously, you can certainly do alternate spreads. So it's under um, player matchups on the tab, and you cannot. So it just it just has Mahomes minus fifteen and a half. Um, they do have money line though, and it's okay. not that much of a difference. It's minus one forty. You know, if you only beat him by a yard, you're you're going to cash minus one forty Mahomes, and the total is uh, five hundred one and a half. But let me see. If underneath there's a, a adjusted lines, no, I don't see anything that's that's different than just the the main line set. But that's a very good question and a very good idea that I could probably pass along. Dave Kozak goes agree between the two quarterbacks. Purdy will struggle with the passing yards, two twenty to two forty max. Yeah. Um, Unless Mahomes only gets like two two thirty to two fifty. You know, which I don't think he will. Should be in good shape. What is on that? What is Pacheco against CMC? Yeah, so total yards, it is 23 and a half. Money line minus 230 on on, uh, on McCaffrey. Combined right. total, 165 and a half. So, in other words, McCaffrey gets 100. Pacheco would have to get, what, eight, uh, 77 to, to cover. What is... That's a, that's actually seems what, like a pretty. What's pretty Pacheco on the money line on that? He's plus one ninety. What about Debo against Rice? Okay, so that's rushing, passing, receiving. Uh, okay, Debo. That's and they actually have two players in the same team. They actually have Debo and Ayuk. Um, interestingly enough, and they have Rice against Ayuk, but I don't see Debo. Against Ooh, Rice, what, but Rice what is, is only favored by five and a half yards against Ayuk. Oh. Okay, what about uh, Debo against Ayuk? 
Yeah, so Debo and Ayuk is two and a half, uh, three and a half, sorry. And Ayuk is the favorite. See, I, don't oh. we both think Samuel's going to have more yards than 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 Ayuk? Dave, I think I think you're just giving FanDuel some more of my business right there. <laughs> <laughs> Come and get it. <laughs> I think you're giving. They, they got plenty of money to give you. Come on and get it. Because I think I'm going to be taking. Um, I think I'm going to be taking Debo just on the money line right there, and then I'll be taking. Uh, Rice to have more with Ayuk because I agree with you. I think Ayuk's going to not be a factor in this game. I think the 49ers are going to look to to target Debo, and this is what they've done in any big game. Debo is the guy they look to target. Um, and, and they have um, McCaffrey and Pacheco on, on receiving, also. Like, isn't Pacheco more of a runner than, than yeah? Pacheco's more of a runner. So Pacheco's 15 and more. a half. McCaffrey's favored by 15 and a half receiving yards. But I don't think they're going to need to throw to him because he's going to have such a big game on the ground. Why even bother with that? But there are some games where they bring him out of the backfield and he'll get a lot of catches. I don't think this needs to be one of those type of games, but we'll see. I think it's going to be a heavy run game. I think they're just going to be pound, pound, pound. pound. Um, My next bet, I am going Rasheed Rice over 65 and a half yards. Uh, We have been attacking Lenora this season, who's the DB for the 49ers. He allowed the sixth most yards receiving for the season. Also, when the Niners do run zone defense, Rice is one of the best in the league at yards per route ran against zone defense. Rice is second on the team with a 24.3% target share in the playoffs, only behind Travis Kelsey. Also, looking at the numbers, one thing has become clear. Mahomes is only throwing to Kelsey and Rice in the playoffs. The only person that had over three targets in one game was NBS last two weekends ago, excuse me, against the Ravens. Plus, I think the 49ers are going to look to bracket Kelsey. A lot of double teams facing him. This is going to open up more space for Rice. Facing yeah. four-man fronts, which the 49ers run a lot of. Rice actually leads the Chiefs in target shares against that defense. Also looking at it since Thanksgiving, Rice is leading the Chiefs in targets, receptions, and yards. I think Andy Reid is really going to look to take advantage of this matchup. And so because of that, give me Rice over 65 and a half yards receiving. I like that one. I like that one. And that's why I think Rice is going to win the MVP. I really but wouldn't you maybe want to take a few of the other guys that were the total maybe only be like 16 or 17 that, you know, the, the Watson or, you know, just one of the guys that might only need one catch to, to hit their number. But I don't think Watson's going to be getting any run though. That's the thing. Let me look at it right now. Justin Watson. Maybe not have that many opportunities to even yeah. run, run route. Because looking at it, um, like those guys didn't play any snaps until the kneel downs last. Hardman had two snaps. One of them was the kneel down last week. Yeah, not, I'm not in love with him. Um, but I'm thinking maybe like a Valdez Scantling or somebody that just has a low a low total. You know what is what is MBS at? Let me see what MBS is at. Right now. I'm just it's got to be under twenty, right? Maybe right around twenty. 
MVS, where we at? Where we at? MVS. I think last week it was maybe 19 and a half. If I'm th- remember yeah. right on the head, 19 and a half on FanDuel. So that could be one catch, right? That's so- one catch. That is honestly one catch right there. Um, yeah, that's an interesting one. One of a. I mean, Wright could be one catch too. I mean, the guy can fly. <laughs> oh, right. I love that kid. He is. He has definitely been the alpha, and he's definitely. If they don't add like a Mike Evans, I think he's a. I think he's a banger next year, in terms of fantasy. One one I was looking at is the Greek kid George Kanoflis. I'm looking at him maybe getting a sack. Because I like to make these sack bets, but yeah, the thing, the thing that stinks though is Chris Jones on the snacks. Oh, Chris Jones is plus one sixty. So just to get a sack, just to get a sack, plus one sixty. So maybe I'll look to play that one. I wonder what Bosa is to get a sack. Bosa, 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 Bosa. Here we go. Because I like betting the sacks, bro. Oh, so he's, he's even money. So for me, I don't want to bet an even money. I'd want to get at least plus 150 or higher on that. Um, But, I mean, those are the only two. Those are only four that I'd look at. Three, excuse me, Bosa, Jones, or George Knuffis. And based on price, I'd probably go with Chris Jones, even though he doesn't have one for the playoffs. That's kind of where I'd look. Um, Bet three, my friend. Where are we looking? This one's I'm one. going to a guy that knows all about the Super Bowl and the, the the one and only Patrick Mahomes to run one in. Uh anytime touchdown score, Patrick Mahomes. He has five rushing touchdowns in the postseason in his career. So when he wants to bring it, he's gonna bring it. And who doesn't want to bring it in the Super Bowl? So I think if he has his opportunity at the one. He might get a little greedy, and he, and he might want it himself. Of course, he's well-known for getting in from the 10, 15-yard line. You know, if he finds an opening, he can scramble more than just a, you know, just a little bit of a leap over the line of scrimmage. So I think there are multiple uh, opportunities here for Mahomes to get into the end zone, and it's just just shy of 4-1, to one, I think right around plus, plus 370 the last I saw it. So, I mean, is it a great number when he's done it five times out of, uh, I don't have the number, but he's probably played, what, 20-something playoff games. But that's probably right about accurately where it should be. So I don't think I'm getting, like, huge value on it. I just think it's something that I like to happen. And at plus 370, I'll get a little bit of that. I like that. I like that one a lot. I always have flashbacks. It's amazing I was talking to somebody about this yesterday. The bets we remember, but the bets we remember losing. The bad ones. <laughs> yeah. So, rewind when the Chiefs were playing the 49ers last time in the Super Bowl. Yeah. I had Damian Williams' first touchdown at 10 to 1. He He had stopped at the 1. Yeah, he did. He he got stopped at the 1. Then Mahomes ran an RPO with him and took it in, even though Williams would have gotten it. And I was so. There you go. I also had Williams MVP that game at like 50 to 1. And they gave it to Mahomes, even though I swear they should have gave it to Williams. I swear. If he would have got that touchdown, you probably would have got both bets, right? Yeah, because he would. if he would have got that touchdown, he would have had over 100 yards and three touchdowns. You have to give it to him at that. Um, Let's make some money. Oh, did you guys see the 60 Minutes segment on betting? 
I did not. I I did. I, I can strive in on this. Um, my thing on betting is this. Um, you guys got to treat it like the stock market. I mean, I know it's a Super Bowl. I know Dave and I are firing off all these bets. But on a, on a given Sunday, we are very selective. We are buying low. We are selling high. We're not just betting to bet. We're not throwing together these crazy parlays that have 35 things to happen to speak, win. Speak for yourself. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, I know you what you're to... saying, but I'm, I'm a little more crazy than you are probably on some of these things. But, yeah, you do have to. You, you know. have to live your means. I mean, like, if there's, like, they had one guy in there that he had to get rid of his smartphone and go back to the old flip phone because he just got addicted to betting. I mean, like. If that's the case, dude, you should not be doing this. Um, no, Got to be responsible. I mean, I try to treat 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 this as much as a business as I can. You know, try to treat it like a stock market. That's why I think I'm pretty good at it. Um, but yeah, just just don't go crazy. Just you know, find some people that know what they're talking about. Another thing I think is part of the issue is the marketplace has gotten watered down, and there's a lot of people on social media talking about betting, giving out betting advice that really have no idea what they're talking about. And they have a wide range and then people just follow them and expect the bet to hit. You don't know this person from anybody online. You know what I mean? Like I've texted you about bets before you've texted me about bets before, but there's a trust between us. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Some whoever online who says, Hey, bet this, we don't even know if they're betting the game. And if they do bet it, we don't even know how much they're betting. It may just be like a $1 bet they're throwing on there. So just try to make sure you know like who who the person is and if you can trust them. Track history. Yeah. Uh Dave Kozak chimes in. Betting is a calculated risk. Only bet what you are willing to lose. Exactly. That is basically it. Um my bet three. And this is my favorite bet to make in the Super Bowl. More points in the second half than the first half. Okay. Hear me out here. First half unders the last 17 years are 64.7% to the under. Okay. Now, I expect that to happen. Already locked in the first half under. Okay. So if the first half under hits in those 17 years, 80% of the time this bet hits. So they're kind of correlated with how I'm betting. Now, if you look at the green, the big picture, the last 17 years, this bet has hit 65% of the time. We talked about it. Teams tend to start out a little bit slow, open it up in the second half, especially the team that is losing. They're going to tend to take more shots, be a little more aggressive because this is it. This is their year. If they lose, they're out. Plus, Shanahan and Reed are excellent at halftime adjustments. So we can obviously expect the offenses to be able to adjust to what the defense is doing. I expect this trend is going to continue. Over at FanDuel, you can get this for minus 110. So I bet the second half to have more points in the first half. And also, the best thing about betting on FanDuel, it includes overtime. Okay. So that is key because if it, you know what I mean? Like if you're down by, if it's like 17 in the first half and, yes. you know, 14, then they get that six, you got it. So I, I love this bet a lot. It's one of my favorite ones to make in the Super Bowl. 
I, was, I thought I was reading something that said that the Chiefs have one of the better second half defenses, though, and they've they do. don't really give up a lot of points. They do. They've second been, half. but they've that been. doesn't mean that you still couldn't win the bet if it's you know. I mean, if you have a really low scoring first half, you're a cinch. You know, if it's six yeah. three at halftime, you you can't lose that bet. And that's exactly what happened. There was this bet. There was this game. Um, it's when the Patriots defeated the Rams way back, what was that, five years, five, six years ago, whatever. Yep. And I, it was like 6-3 at halftime. And it like the second half, I think there was 10 points scored. So I still won my bet. So it's a way better way I like to do it instead of betting the first half under, second half over. And a funny story about the Super Bowl. I don't know, I don't know if I ever told it to you. Um, one of my buddies was down there doing some work. And he he goes to every Super Bowl, does work for a fantasy site, and um, he told me that was the only Super Bowl he saw a coach out to dinner before the night of the game. Mm. And it was Sean McVay at a steakhouse. And that Rams offense looked awful against the Belichick defense. So I don't know if they're correlated, but that's the one thing he said stood out to him. He said that was the first time that he went to the Super Bowl. He saw the uh, one of the coaches out the night before the game. This is Vegas this year, too. Like, yeah. you're going to discipline yourself <laughs> to not go out in Vegas, man. Well, it's one night. You know what I mean? Like, one night. Then you can go crazy the day after. Also, funny thing with that, he told me the story that um, at the Patriots – party after they won it matt patricia former lions coach matt patricia tried to get into the after party for them winning it but the bouncer at the bar wouldn't let him in because he said he looked homeless oh my (laughs) and that's who the lions hired as their as their coach um you know i want to get your opinion on this before we jump in what did you think of dan campbell in his coaching performance. Not good. Yeah. Not good. I mean, the one the one I had a problem with was when he was down 27-24 and he didn't kick it to tie, you know, because the, the I think it was like third and 10 to play before that and Amon Ra got like maybe six, five or six yards, you know, got about half of what they need. I'm like absolute sense to kick a field goal. It's not like it was fourth and an inch, you know, it was like fourth and four. And you you missed there, so that's it, you know. So I, I thought that that was the one that, for me, was just totally wrong call. And it's easy after the fact to say it was wrong. What if they get it and score, you know? So it's everything's in hindsight. You're, you're always going to be able to say what you should have done and what, what you did was wrong. But that was the one. Some of the other ones I didn't really have as big of a problem with. But that was the one I was like, come on, man, tie the game. Um, this is a good comment. Jesus, are we going to have to hear Eric's Campbell rant again? No, I'm not going to go on my Dan Campbell rant again. <laughs> I am not going to go. On. All, I, all I'm going to say is this. You had a chance to get my beloved Lions in the Super Bowl, something that's never happened ever. And you know what? I don't think it's ever going to happen in my lifetime after Sunday. I, I hate it. That's all I'm going to say. And as soon as they lined up to go for that first field goal, not, not, excuse me, to go for instead of that field goal, 
when um, they're up by 14, I put a nice live bet on the 49ers. I made some money because I was like, they're going to go for it. They're not. I, I could see it playing out in my head. But, you know, made some money, lost my Lions future is what it is. I don't think, number one, I don't think this is the last that you're going to see at the Lions going deep in the playoffs. I, I love Gibbs. I love St. Brown, um, Laporta. Come on. These guys are just babies, you know, and, and they're already this good. Um, the the other thing was, after the fact, he's standing by it. His players are standing by it. No regrets. You know, everybody's saying, look, this is who he is. We're, we're always we're going to go for it. We expected to go for it. So it's not like there – it has not created any turmoil within the uh, organization. It doesn't sound like. And that's a good sign when you know that, you know, everybody has your back even when it didn't go well. And that's the one thing I like about Campbell is he always takes responsibility. I think he's great at that. You know what I mean? The players love him. He's taking all the blame right now. He's not letting Josh Reynolds or – I think St. Brown had a drop too. He's taking the blame for it. So you got to give him credit for that. Yeah. Dave, fourth and final bet. Where okay. are we going? So so I'm going to end it with McCaffrey having a huge game. So it could be MVP. It could be the longest carry. It's going to be over 18 and a half. Or you can just go, what's the most I can make on him? What's the biggest, you know, plus odds I can get? And I'm looking at FanDuel, 50 yards, 60, 70, 80, 90, 100. He's plus 118 to get 100. I think he'll do that. Um, plus 168 to get 110. Plus 270 to get 125. And then the difference between 125 and 150 is plus 630. I think he could have a 150-yard game. I think he's going to have a, a 60 or a 70-yard carry on one play. And then he's only going to need, you know, 80 more after that, the, the entire game. I really do feel he's going to find a huge hole, and he is fast you know when he gets going you're not getting him so no. if, he, if he breaks one for 60 now you only need 90 more so the bet really is that he's going to have a, a long carry so in that regard you might as well bet the will his you know will his longest carry be over or under what did you say it was 18 and a half so that's probably yeah. the safest bet but he's going to have a huge game i really would be shocked if they stuffed him and held him to like less than 60 yard. I just don't see him being under a hundred. The 150 is a, it's a shot, you know, that it's going to take a, a lot of um, big gains, at least three for, for 20 yards or more to make it happen. But there's no reason he can't do that against this chief's defense. They, they give it up some big carries um, yeah. throughout the year. So if he, he gets the big chunk. I'll take him at plus one fifty. So, what should my bet? What should my bet be? Should it be just to hit the regular number? Should it be to get a hundred, or should I make it? Because I'm going to bet them all, just ladder it all. Yeah. But as far as this particular bet that's documented, if I go, I'm trying to go four and zero. Oh, should I make it the crazy one and McCaffrey for one fifty plus? Screw it. Let, let's just. Let's I, just I would go McCaffrey. 100 150 plus 150 yeah let's go all the way up i mean and if you like him at that if you think he's going to do that you should do the 150 but you should also do the matchup like the win over pacheco right because Pacheco's not getting 130 or 126 or whatever it would have been i think he was favored by 23 and a half yeah and there's gonna be a lot riding and you might as well get a little mvp at plus 440 at that point 
And I, I love the one earlier. I'm probably going to bet that one. CMC first rushing attempt. Three and a half? Three and a half. And if it doesn't hit, I'm going to text you shit. That's all I'm going to text you. Shit. That was, that was the was... one that I said I wasn't <laughs> in love with, but we're still betting it. All right. Um. Okay. I hate the Lakers. FanDuel has three plus TDs at 11 to one. For, for CMC? I'm assuming CMC. I'm looking yeah, at it right now. No, everybody else would probably be 50 to one to get three. Um, I'm not in love with that as much. There's a big difference between getting big, big gains and getting into the end zone. So I'm going to play it safe. And uh, he's minus, I think he's, what's it, 240 just isn't any time. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously everybody thinks he's going to score. <sighs> I'm not. Ta- I'm not going to do that. Even though I'm like all about him, I don't want it to have to be three trips to the end zone. So we're locking in the plus six thirty at a buck fifty. Yep, that's bet number four. What about? Oh man, I mean, you could get really crazy with him. I'm looking at these right now. Tab. I didn't see anything 40. higher than that. I mean, his alternate re- his reception over is four and a half. Alternate receptions. I don't want him to get any re- receiving yards, though. You know what I mean? Yeah, I, I know. Get all those on the ground. Um. All right. My last one, and this is my 49ers bet. I'm going Debo Samuel anytime TD plus one seventy. Personally, I think there's going to be, with the passing game, a heavy dose of Debo. Chiefs are elite defending the outside wide receivers, and they've really struggled defending the slot in the playoffs. Last week, our championship, Zay Flowers, eight targets, five receptions, 115-1 TD. Against the Bills, Shakir, nine targets, seven receptions, 44 yards, one TD. Cedric Wilson. Had seven targets, but he only had three receptions for 37 yards. All these teams are targeting in the middle of the field. I think Shanahan's going to notice that. I think he's going to look to target Debo a lot. Also, Casey as well runs a lot of four-man fronts. When facing four-man fronts, Debo leads the 49ers in target shares. Also, if CMC needs a break, I don't think we're going to see Mitchell in there. I think it's going to be Debo running the ball so this could lead him to some rushing attempts where he could go in the end zone debo led the 49ers in red zone targets this year receiving i think he's going to get into the end zone and we've seen it debo is their playmaker in big games it is big game debo give me debo anytime touchdown plus 170 i like your uh, i like your case that you made so what about this like, just hear me out in this. I wonder if we could do this on FanDuel. Because we're exactly what I told people not to do. I'm going to throw this out there, okay? Crazy what about, parlay. I'm going to throw out a crazy parlay. So if gonna, we go. I'm going to build it myself. Also. So if we go McCaffrey to just have 100 yards. No, do the do, do the 150. You want to do the 150? Yeah, I mean, let's do everything the way that we, uh, that we gave right. it. Just see what it All pays. Right. So McCaffrey 150. Um, Anytime touchdown scores, Mahomes and Samuel. Anytime touchdown, we got Debo and we got Mahomes. Jeez, this is going to be. 
I mean, it's, uh, it's already plus 7,900. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, Ayuk, under four and a half receptions. I don't know if I can find that one. Receiving props. There we go. Boom. It's not there. Where is the receiving props? Super Bowl. I'm not. Are you seeing like who's going to catch the first pass and wide receiver to reach 50, 60, 20 yards? That's what I'm seeing too. I'm not seeing the actual. Um, oh, I got it right here. You got it? Right. Is it four and a half still? Um. Oh, I have receiving yards, alternate receptions. Re yeah. Or regular receptions. I don't even know if it would be under alternate. Well, oh, player total receptions. Here we yeah. go. I look under four and a half. Yeah, under and there. And um, then you need first quarter under. Uh, here we go. Where's first quarter under? <clears throat> first quarter uh, total. First quarter total. Oh, FanDuel has it seven and a half. I'm going to leave that one off. Okay. I mean, honestly, unless there's three field goals, seven and a half and nine and a half are the exact same thing, right? Yeah, that's true. Because it's going to be either two two field okay. goals or a touchdown and a field goal is going to make it go over. But leave it off because that it could be a fluke two-point conversion or a safety or something that screws it. So, okay, leave that one off. I need – go to the um, player – it's called player matchups. That's where okay. you're going to have Mahomes minus 15 and a half against Purdy. Player, uh, where are we at here? Next to MVP on the top, it says player matchup. Um, oh, I don't, here we go. Player matchup. I have player player props. Player matchup. Boom. Not prop. Yeah, matchup. Yeah. So minus fifteen. Yep. Oh, I won't let us do it. Okay, so leave that one out. All right. So what is it right now? It's probably over one hundred and fifty to one. It's uh, plus thirteen thousand one hundred sixty-five. All right, 131 to 1. And then you're missing one too. What was your what was your I'm second more, play? I'm missing more um oh, oh second half points. Yeah. I don't I don't know if it's gonna let you do that one either, because that's kind of a okay. So we'll do this. We'll put in Rashid Rice is over. Oh yeah. 60, 61. Yeah, so here we go. More wagers. Boom. So this is gonna be over 200 to 1. Where is that one? Um, should be where you found Ayuk, right? Yeah. I right, sixty-seven. Boom. Ten dollars over two grand. Twenty-four, two thousand four hundred fifteen dollars. You know what? See, if you're betting ten bucks, you can do the crazy ones. You know, I, I'm, I'm putting this one in a nice little five-teamer. And you know what? If this hits, dude, I'll buy you that beer I owe you. How about yeah, that? Yeah, you better. <laughs> <laughs> I will buy you that beer I owe you. Boom, dude. Dave, we're in, dude. That's a nice bet. I mean, a lot of things have to happen, but... It's fun, though. You know, it's, it's definitely fun, and it's small risk, high... We're going to enjoy the game more now. We're, we're going to enjoy the game more. Dave, every time I come you on, every time you come on, I thoroughly enjoy it. Um, why don't you tell like, everyone where they can find you on social media. And as always, when's the next time you're going to be on FanDuel, my friend? I will be on Thursday, Thursday night, uh, 5 to 8 Pacific time. And then Friday morning, we, we do a little bit more sports because we got Kay Adams doing her 
up at Adam's show right until nine o'clock in the morning. She'll be on Radio Row. And then we take over, try to kind of keep some of that sports audience that's watching and get, get them to play some of the races. So Thursday night and Friday morning, FanDuel TV. You can uh, download the FanDuel TV Plus OTT app. Or you can catch me on uh, X at Ice Cold Exacta. I never told you this story. Like, me and my buddy Dan used to go to Arlington all the time when it was open. And anytime we did. RIP Arlington Park. That's sad. Oh. Yeah. And now the Bears may not even go there. They may I know. What the... And anytime we'd hit an exacta, we'd always yell out ice cold. And then like <laughs> to. four to like six other people would yell it out in the little <laughs> bar area we would be in. Uh, thanks for tuning in, guys. Dave Kozak says, well done. Boston Boy 83 chimes in. You owe me so many beers, too. All right. <laughs> you know what? I'll start paying up, guys. I will start paying up my bills, my, my beers. Speaking of of Boston Boy 83. He's going to be the guest next week. Him and I are going to look back at the Super Bowl. He's actually a professional iRacer. We're going to preview the Daytona 500. Nice. That should be fun. Make sure to tune into that. Make sure to give my boy Dave a follow. And uh, let's make some money. Let's cash some tickets. And we'll see everyone next week.